The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Best-selling female comedian of all time, Shonda Pierce. Because I was tugging and pulling so hard my thumb went through. Now you know it's because you hate them. Is there nothing more depressing than have to go buy a bigger pair of spanks? Next, laugh and cry as Shonda shares about the loss of her husband. That God does not promise us easy days, but he promises that he will work for good everything that comes along. so much. What a joy to be with you here. and We welcome you to life today. I'm James Robinson. Shonda Pierce is with us. You get ready to smile and laugh and then you're going to find out how does a person walk through indescribable experiences that are unbearable? Well, she's going to talk about some that I know you'll identify with, but I think you'd like to smile in a day when there seems to be so little to smile about. I think you'll find that this Incredibly gifted person has a whole lot to help you smile. Would you welcome Shonda Pierce to Life Today? You all are so precious. I was back there pulling on the Spanx, which is very hard to do in a hurry. And let me just say this, they have wired me up, not with caffeine, but they, I got this microphone here and this microphone here so they don't miss anything. Now, do you think this voice is not gonna carry far enough <laughs> that we might miss something? It's so funny. And so then I, I, went, I had to go, well, when you get nervous, sometimes you, you get a little bit of a flow going. <laughs> At my age, you can't walk and laugh at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I decided I better make a pit stop real quick before it started. And I, then I hear him telling my name. And I'm trying to pull my Spanx up and get that microphone back where it's supposed to be. And right now, I can't sit down. I got some microphone packed something. <laughs> I could get electrocuted at any moment. I just love this fancy TV stuff. And look, the men are going, this is really gross. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, the funniest thing, the hardest part of what I've been battling, and, and I know many of you have heard this. You've probably read it online or heard about what's going on in my personal life, and it is very difficult. I have decided to not wear Spanx anymore <laughs> because oxygen is so much more important. <laughs> but back when I was wearing them, the thing that turned you off from wearing Spanx, because I was tugging and pulling so hard my thumb went through. Now, you know, it's because you hate them. Is there nothing more depressing than have to go buy a bigger pair of spanks? <laughs> it's like you refuse. So it's like wrapping a Polish sausage up in a, you know, it, it, it is just horrible. So you're trying to tug those things on and look at the men are going, what is spanks? <laughs> if you don't know what spanks are, that means your wife is skinny and we don't like her. But, <laughs> So I, my thumb went through and, you know, and so the fat just goes, it's like, I thought I had a tumor at first. The fat just kind of go, 
goes, you know, so it's terrible. Have you ever tried to get dough back in the Pillsbury can? It just doesn't happen. So I had to put on the the uh, the tank top spanks with the little shortsy spanks. So I had double reinforcement. And then you get that on, then you get your clothes on. Then they want to come put a microphone on you. And then you have a hot flash. I will have to have every bit of this surgically removed before I can do anything. And if I have one more hot flash, I will electrocute myself with this microphone on. All that to say, it's been the most interesting time in my life because I am a stand-up comedian and my husband passed away. And so about six months ago or seven or eight months ago, we buried him and it was the most difficult thing and it's so hard. But now the hardest part is going out with friends that you always went out with as a couple. And now they ask me out all the time and I feel like the little merry widow trudging along. And what I told my girlfriend, is that how it's going to be? You're going to invite the merry widow? And she said, well, I don't think you should say that. That might be a porn movie. <laughs> Just kidding. We can't get online. My husband died with the passwords. <laughs> I can't get online. I can't go to the ATM. He has fixed it, so I can't get a red cent. <laughs> All that to say, you know, people always come up to you and say, oh, I'm so sorry to hear you lost her husband. And I go, I know where he is. <laughs> and then we did lose him the other day. They came and plowed the field that we decided to bury me in, and they moved that little marker that had his name on it. We put a little bench there, and it's been my little widow's bench, and it's been so precious. And now we've lost him. So we had to get a, a, a metal detector to go out there and find my husband in a field in the hills of Tennessee. <laughs> Well, I found four cannonballs, somebody's old watch, and a car muffler. And then I finally found him. And so there he was between the cannonballs and the car muffler because we got a metal thing that we kept poking in the ground till it hit the top of the coffin, and there he was. So we found him. I know where he is. And he's waiting for me in heaven, having a good old laugh. Thanks for having me. I love you too. Look at, look at him standing up. That's a miracle. I think that's the first time you ever stood to invite me in. <laughs> Can I put this down now? Just... I'm wired. I'm wired up so much. I'm afraid I'll break a wire. You me know? too. What yeah. they, they do? Y'all don't want to miss a thing, do you? No, and not. why do they wire you before you go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> There's probably some sounds they're going to dub in later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I should have prayed louder. <laughs> yeah, it's just so funny. I, I think the whole mechanics of this, I mean, we've come a long way, baby. You remember when they used to have the microphone that hung down, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. while you're trying to follow you and talk? And I can remember, I can remember watching you with the microphone hanging down, and all of a sudden you see a little bit of it, and you think, I think he's got a tarantula on him. <laughs> <laughs> I just love technology, but that, this is big doing. Same old set, though. Y'all need it. <laughs> Need to read my... <laughs> We're in the same old house this year. <laughs> I was hoping y'all could get a bigger house. We need to do we need to do this show like on a porch with a jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> jacuzzi for Jesus. That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> here's the thing, and I'm gonna 
and I know for some of you, this will air at an appropriate time, but my <laughs> girlfriends are trying so hard to get me to know that they're still life for me and they're still companionship. And so we stayed up all night last night looking at one of them dating sites. <laughs> Have you ever seen something like that? Well, mm -hmm. you better not. <laughs> yeah, you better. You better not. I have never in my life been more entertained. <laughs> Men take pictures of themselves and put it on there thinking, this is really going to get me a girl. <laughs> and it'll be like a hundred-year-old mullet growing out of the back of their head. It is the funniest. And, and you have to be careful because as a Christian, you want to love them. <laughs> but you do have to laugh. <laughs> dating sites. Have you seen those? Mm. Well, of course you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole new world of material. It's like the, the Christian dating sites, Lord love them. Y'all, if you're going to be a man and you post your picture to get a date, try, try to not look like you're laying in a coffin, you know? <laughs> Good gravy granted. This is going to be a whole new world for me. And my husband is upstairs, upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> He's just upstairs. <laughs> we didn't put him in the ground. We just laid him in the ground. <laughs> you know, this is what I told someone the other day. They would say, how are you doing? And you feel bad after your husband passed for a certain amount of time. You don't want to have to cry every time I say it's how are you doing. But then you feel bad if you don't cry, they're going to think I'm a jerk. <laughs> There's that fine line of how long do you, you know, you know, it's just pitiful. And so when you're doing great because the joy of the Lord is your strength and you can press on and move on and you know it's the Lord because in my own abilities I would not be able to laugh and cut up like this and and without the hope of knowing I'm going to see him again he wouldn't be able to cut up like this. <laughs> you know what else I know? I'm psycho. That's what <laughs> I'm either a wonderful no, Christian know, or psychotic. No, you know what I know? What? That when you walk in here with us you're home. Yes that's true. Your family and you're loved and we're having a blast. Aren't we all yeah. having a blast this Sunday? The sweetest, the sweetest thing, and of course your audience has always been so wonderful to me, and these are the best given people I've ever known in my life, but the email and the Facebook and the notes and all of that, that while David was ill, and even David and I were on this show, and he talked very honestly about where he was in his life, and and his alcoholism and all of that, and the damage that had already been done to his body. You know, we knew it was going to take a toll eventually. And the sweetest thing, and I say this to, and it will probably embarrass you, but my phone would ring, my cell phone, in the intensive care unit, and it would always be James and Betty, and they would pray out loud, and I could put it on speakerphone, and he would lay there and hear it and just close his eyes and you could just see the peace that could come over him, even in the roughest moments, you know. And and I remember you calling the day of his funeral. <laughs> this is what I love about, you're my spiritual daddy and you know that. So my spiritual daddy calls and says, how you doing, how you holding up, well, we love you. Now when you getting back to work? <laughs> because he knows me. You guys and I have walked this journey with you guys almost 15 years now, we've known each other. and. And if I sat and wasted the pain that comes along in our lives, then what a true waste that is. But God does not promise us easy days, but he promises that he will work for good everything that comes along, good, bad, or ugly. He will work it to his purpose if you allow him. 
And so, and yes, I didn't go straight to work the next day, but uh, several months later when I started getting stronger and I said, you know, this, this is what I do for a living. And the line is so long after a night to how many widows, young widows. I always felt like I was too young to be a widow, but I meet the 30 year old and people have lost their husbands in the service. And, and, uh, and I, am, I am walking out my own grief process with girlfriends out there that have faced the same thing. And that is the body of Christ. That is what we are supposed to do. And you have a great anointing, I believe. I don't believe anointing is falling down. I believe anointing is divine enabling. You have a, a special God-given enabling to be even more effective than you've ever been. You're funnier than you've ever been. Yeah. Everything is even better time than it's ever been. And you've always been a master of timing, but it's now moved into a more supernatural realm. I think you've, you've, you've gone beyond just having people laugh to healing hearts. Praise I don't God. think they're just laughing. Don't you think that she's Praise just got a real Lord. gift God's given her? to say that you don't still feel some of that pain. Oh, that absolutely. Pain is there. Yeah. But we can praise him through yes. that pain. And you know what I've learned? There are these there are these key things that I learned that you can do. And it sounds it sounds especially when you're in the deep grief, when your very next breath is painful to take. When you can't run across a little picture that's on the corner of your house or you go through a magazine and there's a song or a note or something that triggers. You know, I had, a, I had 31 years with the love of my life and my high school sweetheart. Dated seven years before that. I haven't been on a date in 40 years. You know, and so when those moments come that you think you're just going to fall apart, I, I want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, it really does work to begin to praise the Lord. Yes. You praise the Lord that I'm breathing. Praise the Lord that tomorrow's going to get better. I begin to praise the Lord that I can turn on a song that lifts me up. And you surround yourself with that and you, you push back in that dark like you're fighting for your life because you are. And, uh, and it doesn't mean you don't grieve. It doesn't mean I, I curl up in a bed by myself at night, many nights still, and cry myself to sleep. It doesn't mean that you don't miss Robin or when the holidays come along. The, this Christmas, I was completely alone and yet not. I curled up and played music and truly celebrated the birth of the one who is the only one that's going to help me make it through this year. And if you keep focusing on that and not just dwelling on your own pain, I promise you, I promise you, you'll make it. I promise you. You, you know what I'd like to do if you just kind of maybe zero in here where I could talk to you real personal, if you, you would. And, um, you know, when you were talking about the calls, I, I really sense that there were some... And I don't think it's just like some, like maybe just a few. I think it's probably quite a few of you, but you said, I wish somebody would call me. Right. I, I want you to know I know how you feel. And I'm trying to reach out to you and do what I tried to do for Shonda and others that I get to do it for. I want to I wanna just sort of take your hand and I want to really pray for you and with you because God really wants to take your hand. He wants to take your whole life in his arms. Father, I just pray for women that are hurting right now, girls that are hurting. Lord, there's some grandmothers that are lonely and hurting and, and Lord, there are men that are hurting and they're not 
Superman, they, they hurt and some are defeated. And Lord, I want you to let them know that they're not overlooked, they're not unimportant, they're not insignificant. If they can be important to me sitting here and since I feel what they feel, what Shonda was talking about, I identify. I just pray for the one that felt like nobody cared that they'll know right now somebody cares. Yes. And they'll know above all you care and they'll know we care. And Lord, in some supernatural way, would you brighten their day? If they just have to stand up and say, somebody cares, God cares. Jesus loves me, this I know. Not only does the Bible tell me so, but that man's telling me that, and I believe it. Yes. God, please comfort them. I pray for that comfort, and I don't know where you are in your journey, but you know there's a telephone number there that's an 800 number. You know why it's an 800 number? It's paid for by love. It's paid for by people who join with us and say we want people who feel like nobody wants to talk to them, nobody will pray with them. Well, they will. And a lot of the people in our prayer center have felt every pain that the people that call in have felt. It's amazing how people connect. And we have many people who call our prayer center to say, I just needed somebody to talk to. We'll call and we'll pray with you. You get a busy, you say, well, I'll tell you, I'll wait a while. Maybe some desperate people are calling. I'll call a few minutes later. But you, we want you to know that we love you. And all the people in the studio, they already there's a spirit of prayer that's praying for you. Shonda, I just want you to know that you're a gift from God. It's our joy to be able to be your family and your friend and you got an open invitation. Anytime you're just passing through, you call us ahead of time and we'll get everybody to come in here that needs to smile. You just, this is your place. This is your home. I know it's an old house. We need to redo yes. it and all well, that. We need to talk about yeah, these yeah, windows. We'll try, to, we'll try to fix up this old house. <laughs> but you don't, would you say thanks to Shonda for being a blessing? <laughs> and, and to all of you, all of you who are, who are watching, um, we want to do everything we can to help. You know, Betty's, uh, her story of free yes. to be me, this beautiful little girl that fell in love with this old guy and married me, 52 years married. <laughs> it's been a glorious journey. I've messed it up a few times and she's put me back together. This is uh, a devotional, 40 days of devotions that Betty has written. Uh, just sharing her journey. It'll bless you, and we'll send it to you. Laugh Lines. Thanks. This is uh, Shonda and her brother, Dr. Mike Courtney, help people get set free and deal with issues. We're glad to send that to you. You help us give water, just ask for it. Let me, let me tell you this. Shonda, you know how much you love what we do. Yes. We're going we're gonna to drill water wells, and, and let me tell you what you're going to see. You're going to love this. Oh These are little God. doodle bugs. I don't know when anything's moved me much more than seeing little kids in a public school yeah. in Colorado. Doodle so we're going to drill water wells. We're going to use these little doodle bugs. We're going to make them all different colors. Oh, my stars. And, uh, this is that we just want to help. We little, got little eyes. Watch this. You are going to be inspired. 
got the kids in here, said this is what we're going to do. We're making doodle bugs. This is what they look like. This is the reason why, because there's children out there that don't have fresh, clean drinking water. If you made two doodle bugs, you will save one person. So if you sacrifice your lunchtime and make two doodle bugs, you'll save one person. Yeah, and you can make them different colors. That's the funnest thing. It's not all the same. See these ones? This one is all like pink, yellow, and green, and I don't even know how much colors this one is. That made me happy that it's not just us involved in this project. Other people in our school want to help people in need of fresh water. I made this Broncos doodle bug pretty well done, and I made this one pretty fast. Knowing that I help people and that it's fun for me to do, and at recess I usually don't do anything, just walk around and talk to people, I thought, why not um, use my time for a good meaning? Every five minutes a kid dies, and I thought saving a kid's life was a lot better than playing on the swing. We're making doodle bugs for Water for Life. It makes me feel happy because I'm actually saving people's lives. They have nasty, dirty water, like mud water, that can make you very sick to where you can go to a hospital. I learned that it was sacrificing and nice and kind and generous and all that kind of stuff and it made, and the second I heard about this, I wanted to do it right off the bat. I didn't just want it to go every Friday. I wanted it to be every day. People need clean water, and it's not good to not have clean water. Wow, did you not get blessed with what yeah. you just saw? Can't say it any better. Hi, uh, wow, if you want to know what Jesus sounds like, mm -hmm. like those children. Hi, <laughs> uh, I just, I can't add anything to it, Betty. I just I said... Mean, they, they said it all. They absolutely I mean, did. And what so, a, so profound, so clear, yes. and so truthful. Yes. You know, yes. Kids are very truthful. It's completely unjaded. They, They're so not <laughs> jaded, and they totally get the basic, the basic need going, wow, it's terrible to not have clean water. They, you know, we, we hear these advertisements or we watch these clips and we see all this and as adults we've become so jaded that we go well you know it's, it's really not, my dollar's not going to matter or I wonder how much of that's really going out there you know we've become so skeptic and here's kids that haven't gotten that way yet and they totally get it if our hearts could go back to live just like those, that's why Jesus said suffer the little children you know he he come yeah. come as a child all those things he related to, he wanted us to relate to him as little children. And they're the ones teaching us now. That was awesome. I think that you've heard it. And uh, I think all you need to know is, James, what do we do? Those little children are anxious to do it. And we want to participate. This whole studio audience was just electrified, captivated by the love in those little children. We are committed. And this is why we always try to tell you what we do, because we set the goal. We want to drill another 500 water wells where the missionaries have said the need is great here and we know there's water here. Bring the rigs, be at different levels, but the average cost, some are shallower, some are much deeper, the average is still $4,800 to drill a well. Bear in mind, people like you have already paid for all the drilling equipment, and now then we just need to go and take care of the cost to drill it there. 
So we have to move it around, drill, case it, get the pump. We're asking you to make a gift. $48, that gift will give basically 10 people water the rest of their life. My goodness. And 144 will give 30. The cost of the well is 4,800. You could give a well perhaps. Those children, that's what they targeted to do. They are successful. We can do it as couples, as individuals, as church groups. Sometimes businesses and, and companies do it, but individuals do it. Father, I pray everyone who can will in Jesus' name. And you may say, James, I can't give an entire well. I could give 1,200 or 2,400. Pray three people join with you, giving 1,200, or pray another person joins, give 24. Whatever you can do, we've got some gifts to give you. We've got the beautiful painting by Thomas Kincaid, Forest Chapel, for those of you who give a well or 1,200 or more toward the well. Other gifts to inspire and to bless you. Would you go online right now, lifetoday.org, use your bank card like a check, it's immediately there. We know we're able to tell the missionaries, I'm telling you, the people are going to do it. And it really enables us to get ahead of the game. If you want to call, use the phone, dial the number there on your screen, take your bank card, make the gift God puts on your heart. If you want to write a check and mail it, make the check to life. Thank you so much for doing it. Every day, millions of children are forced to make a dreadful choice drink filthy, polluted water filled with deadly disease, or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. The good news is there is a solution. Mission Water for Life is one of the most exciting and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, we can establish and drill 500 water wells for remote villages in over 12 different nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will help provide for 10 people. $72 will impact 15 people. And $144 will help provide fresh, clean, disease-free water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, you'll receive the brand new Free To Be Me 40-Day Devotional where Betty shares the challenges, victories, and insights God gave her while struggling through fear and insecurity. You'll also receive Betty's book, Free To Be Me. With your gift of $100 or more, you may request Life's Inspirational Coffee Mug Set, featuring encouraging quotes and scripture to brighten your mornings for years to come. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people, or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well, and request this beautifully framed canvas print of the Forest Chapel by the painter of light, Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. I really am grateful for the way you express God's love like those little children. Boy, what an example. And laugh lines. But this is a, a testimony of how you can be set free. Yes. And uh, you will meet uh, Shonda's brother, Dr. Mike Courtney, in another program. They have started a ministry uh, that is absolutely phenomenal. So if you'd like to have this book that will be very helpful today, you help us give water, just ask for it. Would you join us in thanks to Shonda Pierce for being a blessing. Donna, we love you. Love you too. You'd be great. I love y'all so much. Thank you so much for watching. Tell all your friends to watch Life Today.
be sure to visit stream.org, a rich and lively source for breaking news, analysis, and entertainment. Stream.org. Tomorrow, Bible teacher Beth Moore helps us understand that the freedom found in Christ prepares us to be the mighty hand of God to someone else. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.